0: Alrighty, let's get to the Word tonight. I want to preach about equal opportunity. (laughs) Equal opportunity. It's a lovely thing, but uh, probably most of us do not uh, experience it. In fact, a lot of us probably feel like we are in an unfair situation sometimes and there is unequal opportunity. Do you sometimes feel like that? That some people just seem to get it so much better than we do and it affects us. But I wanna um, just look at it from the, from the um, point of view of the Bible and what God says. And you know, when you talk about equal things these days, you hear a lot of talk, a lot of focus on um, equal rights, on gender equality, on all kinds of equality. That for, the, for it, it usually involves employment but it, uh, it's for t- different people groups, for those who feel that they're not treated equally, like um, they have advocates for people, lobbyists for them, for the disabled, for migrants, for people of different race, different religions, even different ages. There's all kinds of biases these days and what's seen as favouritism or lack of favouritism and lack of opportunity and equality. So. I want to look at this from God's point of view, you know, God sees each and every one of us as equal in value Equal in value, but of course because of the sin nature of humans We don't we prefer others we favor others we mistreat each other You know, but God Does things differently God does things differently and I was reading something in the Word the other day and it really was highlighted to me and I want to share that. It's a, a story that Jesus was telling and he was giving an example about a landowner and he, he employed some people and he went out and he got some people and employed them for um, a day's work. And then he went out a few hours later and he got some others who were standing in the marketplace. He said, oh, you come and work. And he did this several times. And so some were working all day in the hot sun, and then others only worked a few hours, and others worked even less hours. And at the end of the day, he paid them, okay? And he paid them all equally. He paid them all equal pay. And of course, we're sitting here thinking, well, that's not fair. And that's exactly what the people who worked hard thought. And they went and they spoke to him, but he answered them, the the boss said basically, he answered one of them, he said, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. And as we look at it, we go, oh, it depends how you look at it if you've identified with the person who worked hard all day you'd think that's not fair but if you were the person who came at the last minute only worked an hour or so got the same pay you'd be going woohoo this is great good boss the other guy's thinking unfair boss but you know this is kind of a picture of the way god deals with things too he valued The man who came last, he valued his input as much as the other's input. And he valued them as people as much. And so that's the way that God does things. Mercifully, graciously, generously, just like this man does. You know, God initiated equality in the very beginning. And I want to go back to the very beginning in the book of Genesis. God created the heavens and the earth. He created all things. And then he said, God said, let us make man in our image. So he left the best to last. (laughs) Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, of the bird to the air and over the cattle over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And so God created man, mankind, in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female, he created them. So he created us, male and female, okay? In his likeness, in his likeness. There was equality from the very beginning, okay? God created. And then of course, Adam and Eve, I think I shared last week, Adam and Eve fell into sin with their disobedience. Okay? And then God said to them, have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you, you should not eat? And the man said, the woman who you gave to be with me She gave me of the tree, and I ate. Okay, he's basically saying, God, it's your fault. You gave me this woman, and she caused the problem. So, he had opportunity to own up here, but he didn't. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. So, as I said last time, they were both naked, they were both ashamed, they both tried to cover themselves, but they both had equal opportunity to repent. God spoke to Adam first and He spoke to Eve second. They had equal opportunity to resist the temptation and they had equal opportunity to repent for their sin. Okay, God didn't blame one or the other, they blamed each other, and you know we still do that, we still do that, it's part of our nature unfortunately, but God can change things, God can change things, you know, when things don't seem equal, you know, from this moment, there was not equality, and it actually became part of the law, there was a patriarchal society that ensued after this and there was like a male dominated society and there were laws that favored, okay? And there was this particular incident where there was five girls and their father had died and there was no sons and the inheritance was gonna to go to the uncles because that was part of the law. So they said this, they went to Moses, their leader, and they said, why should the name of our father be removed from among his family because he had no son? Give us a possession among our father's brothers. And so Moses brought their case before the Lord. This was unprecedented. Moses did not know what to do. So he took it to God. They were basically saying, give us opportunity. We are not sons, we are daughters. Nevertheless, we are children. Give us the opportunity to inherit from our father, okay? And the Lord spoke to Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses and he said, the daughters of Zelophehad speak what is right. They should have equal opportunity, they should you shall surely cause the inheritance of their father to pass to them you know sometimes we miss opportunities because we don't ask we don't ask but they asked they asked their leader they said let things change give us equal opportunity and so the inheritance passed from their father to them. So, you know, God can change things. He can change things. If you feel that things are unequal in your life, that you don't have an opportunity, you know, take it. Go above and beyond. Go to your leader, or go to the Lord yourself directly and ask Him. He just might change everything and equalize it for you. This could happen in a family situation, it could happen in your job situation, if you think, feel things are unfair or out of balance, take it to the Lord. He can change it. He changed the law. This became law in Israel after this. You know, amazing. You know, others, you know it's human nature also for us to favour or to give opportunity to those that we are familiar with. But you know, God is the great equalizer, even in the Old Testament. I love this one. It talks about foreigners. A lot of you guys are foreigners, strangers in the land. And this is what God said to the people of Israel. He said, if a stranger or a foreigner dwells with you in your land, you shall not mistreat him. The stranger or the foreigner who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you." In other words, you give them equal opportunity. You treat them as if they were born here too. Don't treat them as a stranger. Don't treat them as a foreigner. Treat them equally. Do not mistreat them. They shall be to you as one born among you. And, Not only that, you shall love him as yourself. This is powerful stuff. I mean, Jesus later said the same thing, but this is in the Old Testament. God is commanding the people of Israel, love them as you love yourself, treat them well, respect them, give them equal opportunity for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. In other words, you were like that once, I'm the Lord your God. In other words, I'm the boss. I'm telling you to do it. Treat these people well. You know, sometimes we're afraid of people who are from somewhere else. We don't understand the way they talk. We don't understand their customs or their culture. And so we don't give them the same opportunities that we would give somebody. Hey, buddy, mates rates, we call it. Mates rates. You know for people that you know people your buddies you give them favor but he's saying treat people equally especially those who are strangers in the land because you once were like them okay so there's equal opportunity that the lord is talking about then when we go into the new testament we see jesus advocating for people who are different he treated everybody equally. He treated the Gentiles, the Jews, the children, the women, the sinners. They said, he's a friend of sinners. But he didn't say, I came here just for the Jews. He said, I came here to seek and to save the lost. And you know what the Bible says. We're all lost until we found him. You know, he defied Social customs. He defied the laws, even the religious customs that they they um, identified with. He defied that. He healed people. He had women in his ministry. He was friends with them. You know, he was friends of sinners. He taught them. He taught the women. You know, that was unheard of back then. He healed them. He taught them, he let those who you know, the the lepers, he would allow them to touch him. He did things that you weren't supposed to do. He gave equal opportunity for people, what? To experience God, to experience God. His main focus was saving the souls, saving their souls. And everyone had that opportunity to be saved salvation is for everyone that's what he said I came to seek and to save the lost and he said this he said I'm the way I'm the way to salvation I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me it doesn't matter if you're rich poor young old where you're from where you were born your social status no one comes to the Father except through me. Equal opportunity. The way is through Jesus. That's what he said. No one is preferred. Everyone has the same chance to be saved by coming through Jesus. That's God's will. And the book of Peter, Peter says the same in Second Peter. He said the Lord's not slack. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. He's focused. This is his will. This is his purpose. It's what he he cares for. It's as some count slack. He's long-suffering towards us. He puts up with a lot. He's very patient. He's long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish. God doesn't want anyone going to hell. God doesn't want anyone perishing. But that all should come to repentance, that all should be saved and come to the Lord. That's God's will. But of course, not everyone will. His desire is that all should come. But of course, all won't come. Why? Because we all have equal opportunity to make choices, He's given us choice. So if it's God's will that we be saved and we've all got an equal opportunity, how does that happen? Again, one of our key verses, by grace. By grace, you've been saved through faith. You know? Faith is not about intelligence. Faith is about wisdom. There's a difference. The wise will make a choice to follow the Lord. Okay? Grace is what saves us through our faith not of ourselves again not of ourselves a gift of God not of works okay so we all have the opportunity to be saved purely by believing purely by believing doesn't require works doesn't require being a good person it doesn't require high intelligence it just requires yes Lord I believe I receive so nobody can boast nobody can boast it's a gift from God we've all been given equal opportunity this gift the gift of faith the gift of grace the gift of salvation how awesome is that we don't have to earn it you know mostly we have we spend our lives earning things we do we try and earn position we try and earn respect we try and earn favor we try and earn a better position a better job a better we try and earn things all the time but here it's just like here gift we all have that equal opportunity god is amazing god is amazing okay what else there was equal opportunity. You know, sometimes we say, "Oh, you know, there's a gender gap, there's a gender pay gap, there's all these gaps." But you know, in the things of God, He was inclusive. Mm-hmm. On the before the, the Holy Spirit came, so everyone can be saved, and then He showed that everyone can be receive the Holy Spirit too. On the before the day of Pentecost, it said they all continued in one accord. There's 120 of them here. All continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. This was the disciples and then you would think they would mention because it's supposedly male-dominated society you'd think they'd mention disciples then you'd think you'd mention his brothers and if they were lucky they would mention the women. Mary first, because mothers are important. (laughs) But you would think it would be disciples, then his brothers, then his mother, and then the women. But look at the order. It's the disciples, then the women, because they were great support in his ministry. They financially supported and they were there praying and every step of the way in the ministry with Jesus. And Mary, the mother, and his brothers so I think that's significant the order that is there God is an equal opportunity God and of course the Holy Spirit came and then it says here in Galatians you are all sons of God all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus there's neither Jew nor Greek There's neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. As believers, we all have equal footing in the kingdom of God. We are all one through Jesus Christ. We all have equal opportunity. It's not about male, female, Jew, Greek. It's not about that. We are one in Christ equal opportunity and the holy spirit came on the day of pentecost and gave gifts gave power gave anointing gave gifts it says the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all we all have equal opportunity to flow in the gift of the spirit to be led by the holy spirit to hear the voice of god to understand the word of God why for the profit of other people for the profit of all to benefit others it's not about us it's about God blessing others it says one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills you know the Holy Spirit will give the anointing to whoever he wants to He will release the giftings to whoever he wants to. doesn't matter if you're male or female, rich or poor, young or old. If you're open to the Lord, he will move through your life. He will move through your life. What else? This is the last verse I want to share. In Philippians chapter 4. Paul was saying this, I urge you also, my true companion, help these women, help these women who labored with me in the gospel. So there was women who served in ministry with Jesus. There was women who served in ministry with Paul. And he's saying, help them. They labored with me in the gospel and with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Whose names are in the book of life. He's basically saying, help them. These women have labored in the gospel with me and their names are in the book of life. We all have equal opportunity to be saved, to be filled with the spirit, to serve God and be fruitful And our names are in the Lamb's Book of Life. We all have that equal opportunity because of the goodness of God, because of the fairness of God. And there'll be people who serve the Lord all their lives and whose names are written in the Book of Life. And then there'll be those who at the the last moment will give their hearts to the Lord. But we will all stand equally in the judgement as those who said yes and received him. Just like the workers in the vineyard. Some served faithfully for a long time and they were blessed. Some came at the last moment and they were blessed. Let's be sure and serve long and strong, that's all I say. Let's not come at the last minute. Let's be faithful and serve the Lord and stand in the judgment because we all have that equal opportunity to be saved. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we just thank you for your awesome word that we are all redeemed, that we are all children, that we are all heirs, that we are all promised future and a hope with you. Because of your goodness We all have equal opportunity Maybe not in this world and the things of this world Maybe not in our families. Maybe not in our workplaces Maybe not in our schools But Lord in the kingdom of God we have that equal opportunity But it's up to us to exercise our God-given gift to choose. And Lord, even as we have chosen you, we choose to continue to serve you long and strong all the days of our lives. Lord, even for the opportunities that you've given to us, help us to give others equal opportunity as well to live our lives with you as our example we bless you and we thank you lord for your goodness in jesus mighty name amen amen okay if anyone needs prayer i'll pray with you otherwise have an awesome week enjoy your day off tomorrow if you've got one bye everyone online and say hi to somebody.